All right, everybody, week two in the books. We've still got a bunch of questions to answer. Is anybody going to stop Patrick Mahomes? Is anybody going to stop Ryan Fitzpatrick? And since when did every single running back just decide to catch 15 passes a game? We got answers to those and hopefully a lot more. Get you ready for your week three matchups with some waiver wire heroes. All of that for you right now. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Tom. Hey, everybody. And Scott. He threw a curveball on us. I right was now. thinking about I almost t- said what Scott said. <laughs> He's, uh, I was like, football. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I've been thinking about doing that all day. I was like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna switch up the order of yeah, the intros to, today. Tom is never to me, ready. I'm not though. ready. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing we said in like Rutz recording fashion was like, I was like, Don, just for like the plum picks <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. Scott goes like hard copy. I go digital. Yeah. So just on air on the side of starting with Scott if I'm not already looking at the phone because I have to unlock it. iPhone X. I have yeah. to like look at there's, it. There's yeah. a there's a delay for you. Yeah. For me, I just, you know, give it a little Scott a is turnover. right there. Yeah. So and, and Don's like, yeah, you're right. And First I, thing today. Well, I mean that like sounds about right. Hey everybody I can I can muster. Yeah. So it's fine. Everything's fine. Uh everything is not fine in Cleveland and we just decided we're gonna open the show with uh as the world turns in Josh Gordon's world, I don't know. I, I haven't come up with the name for the soap opera yet, but it's, it's been uh, a wild unfolding of events. Yeah. It's hard to put into words. Really, I'm trying but to come up with something. Right Josh now, Gordon but... is on the Patriots, which yeah. in yeah. 2013 <laughs> sounds like the single greatest thing to ever happen to the history of football. 2018, it's like, sure. Is he just going to go there and go to rehab? Yeah. What, he showed up apparently. TB12, baby. All banged up at uh, at. Brown's facility with a hamstring injury, and they said it was kind of the final straw. And I thought you meant banged up like he got too drunk. And well, maybe. Like, they yeah, said yeah. he did that not and his hamstring himself, injury. Yeah. which is a report that I haven't heard any updating on. And I, Of course. The, honestly, the Browns planted it. I honestly and by the way, you've never story. heard that report about anyone else in the history of the NFL yeah. <laughs> as newsworthy. Well, that's the thing. I kind of wish... I got, I weirdly hope that that report is accurate, not because I don't want Josh John... What's the f- Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. <laughs> I, of course, I want be what's one. best for his health, right? I want him to be sober if he wants yeah. to be sober. But that is a really weird report to come out with about that specific guy if it wasn't yeah. true. Yeah, like, for just, sure. That's really defaming. And like obviously, and it just cut his career potentially short. Yeah. And I don't know if the Patriots are doing this to stash picks to because they get certain guarantees out of this. They, they traded a fifth-round pick for Josh Gordon, and they get a seventh back if Josh Gordon is not active on the Patriots roster for 10 games or more. So like, okay. there is an incentive there to get whatever they can get out of him and cut him if they don't think he's going to be a factor for them in the playoffs, which – like despite the loss to the Jags yesterday, I think we're all in agreement the Patriots are going to win the East. So like they're gonna they basically have a nine week tryout for Josh Gordon, he, you know, to see if give he can him help two him three playoffs, weeks if yeah. he's gonna to learn the playbook and two three weeks to get out there and if he's not producing what with what they want, you know, you got Edelman coming back from suspension now in two ga- in two weeks. So yeah, there's that's too many mouths there for me. It. So ultimately, I'm gonna if I had him, obviously I don't have him. I didn't pick yeah. him anywhere, but if I did have him, I would be trying to trade him right now. 
Like there's nothing. This is the time yeah. to just field all, as many offers as you possibly can yeah. for him. I would pick the best one, and honestly, I would take it. It's tough to just walk into New England and just become a game chaser at receiver. You've seen them try with guys who have been superstars like Chad Johnson. You've seen them try with guys who haven't been too great but have been okay with like Kenny Britt. You like know, they literally brought everyone guys. else. They brought in so many different guys, and none of them have really panned out in this yeah. fashion. So for me to think that Josh Gordon with a hamstring injury and apparently some other issues, we'll call it, going on. Um, um, you know, I'm not just going to buy into that. And if someone else is, then I will take the chance with that. If it works out, it's better for next year than it is this year. Like yeah. If they keep him and retain him. Right. Because he's he's under contract for the for this year and then next year. And I think after that, he's a restricted free agent. So they would have exclusive negotiating rights before. Right. Um, and they could franchise him if they want, which is the, exactly the kind of move that Bill Belichick likes to make. It's, you know, get a pick for... You know, all these draft picks have been so fluky over the last yeah, few years. Yeah, take a second chance guy. Get a, and, get and get a get veteran a who's proven he can be a game-changing talent at wide receiver, which you are seriously lacking right now. I think you can actually talk people down on Chris Hogan because of this and get Chris Hogan at a perceived discount. Yeah. I think the move ultimately is the trade, though. Like like Tom said, getting the, the value on Hogan or getting rid of Josh Gordon on – the day, literally the day where he has the most value. It could come out tomorrow that the Pats aren't going to activate him next week. You know, I think this is this is the time to strike. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, with that, though, we are going to get into our regularly scheduled recap. Um, can I give you guys my favorite three things about Ryan Fitzpatrick before uh, we get started, though? How many of them are hair? Well, one <laughs> of the, OK, so number three is oh. the beard tussle. Okay. That he had with one of his linemen. Number two, I, think I still got another room in there for chest hair. Number you do, but chest hair. Let's call chest hair four. Um, <laughs> number two is the sh- number two is the, is the get up. Yeah. Number one, Ryan Fitzpatrick is off to the best two game start from a fantasy football perspective from any quarterback ever. Ever. Hashtag stats. Unbelievable. I mean, the cliff is coming probably, but. He gets am, the Steelers this week. I know. I am. I was just gonna say. I'm actually picking him up. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. St- I think you got to ride the wave. I out. might start him over Breeze this week in a two quarterback league. And if you want to uh, transition it into uh, loser of the week, <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's do that, Scott. Let's get into our losers of the week. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. And man, what a week for losers. Mine is Jameis Winston for sure. Oh yeah, because he might take his job. If you were the the head coach. If you were the head coach of the Bucks, would you put him in? No. I mean, not at all. Not right now. And you'll it's find good. out more about that on Take Your 5 Takes coming out Wednesday. Eight hundred over 800 passing yards and nine total touchdowns in two weeks. Putting up a heroic performance. I think Jameis is the biggest loser here, and I think it's it's starting to get like nerving times where he might actually not come into the yeah. season or in as a starter off the suspension. I mean, if you run the, the show over there, would you be taking Jameis Winston trade calls? Yes. Absolutely interested. The Cardinals, why not? With what they've seen from Bradford, I mean, the Giants, Eli's looked horrible. Um, There's, there's, there's a market for Winston for sure. Um, This is really wild speculation, incredibly speculative. But because, but that's because Jameis Winston coming out of week two, looking like a real loser with Fitzpatrick going over 400 again, four passing tutties again against the world champions. It's not like he's doing it against the slow starting Saints. 
There's so many Last against two playoff teams. Yeah, thirty points on the waiver wire. Yeah, and more than I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that stuff isn't just repeatable. It doesn't just happen every week because it happened last week. Right. But uh, I am finally going to possibly give him a shot. But it's worth noting that in the league that I would be giving him a shot, I have no one. Yeah. Like I am, I'm giving someone a shot every week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's open tryouts, yeah. which is the best way to go about <laughs> I it. I have one league like that every year, and it's just the most. It's yeah. the most fun. Uh, Tom, do you want to go, or, should, or are you ready? <laughs> I will go. Mine is David Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, I know you draft him high. I know you have lofty expectations. You know this guy had, in 2016, the best season since 2006 by any running back, scoring more points than any quarterback, anybody in the league that oh, year. Yeah. Number points, one. That is. Um, and that season was indeed historic. He was running 31.1 routes per game right now. That has practically dropped by 50%. He's running 16.5 routes per game. None out of the slot, which is where he was yeah, killing teams in 2016. He's not going into the slot. He was averaging 38.1 yards per game via the air. Now he is averaging eight and a half. That's going to be the biggest dip off for him. Um, maybe they can get used to this or make – just sort of catch wind of this right. and try to uh, redirect the ship here. But it is it's not looking good. I mean, no. this is a guy that was trying to go 1,000-1,000 receiving and rushing. It doesn't seem like the team wants him to do that. It can't be done in the scheme that they're currently doing. No and way. nothing is working out for them right now. So it's, it's weird to abandon something so good. Um, hopefully there's time for him to get back to it. You're not right. benching David Johnson right now. But you're not getting your Todd Gurley-esque performances. You're not getting, you know, RB1 of the week yeah. so far. Right. And, and the people who drafted David Johnson are probably just so happy that they didn't take Le'Veon Bell. But that happiness after two weeks is kind of dissipated. I still believe in David. I of think course. that he's going to turn it around because, like you said, they just haven't used him in the right way. I think their offense hasn't really gotten out on the right foot yet. I'm not willing to admit that this is just the worst team in football that has David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. I know they look horrible. I think they will turn it around. It's tough to play the Rams. I think it was just a really tough matchup for him and that he will see brighter days. He still yeah. saw nine targets week one, so I think there's still brighter days for David Johnson. Yeah, no it does doubt. suck, though, because the Washington Redskins were one of the worst, the worst team against the run last year by season's end, and uh, he wasn't able to do anything to them week one. No, not at all. All right, I'm going with my loser week. Guys, it's kickers. All 19 missed kicks on Sunday alone. Zane, uh, Zane Gonzalez, Gonzalez ASU, see you later. RIP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, all the ASU guys are going down, Tom. <laughs> Uh, Mason, They're not good. That's yeah. the problem. It's not my fault. Daniel Carlson, uh, the ex kicker of the Minnesota Vikings, now um, they they got the Vikings won the Dan Bailey sweepstakes, which I suppose is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Dan and Bailey kicking in a dome. Pick other people up. tried to win that sweepstakes, yeah. and, and he, he turned. Apparently, he turned down offers from four different teams before signing with a Minnesota. Wise man. Yeah, and, he's a uh, dome kicker. Great timing. But, uh, great timing because I mean, what better team to go to than yeah. such a contender? And uh, yeah, and yeah, like yikes. it seemed like everybody missed kicks last last week. Like like Will Lutz missed a couple for the Saints. Obviously, Zane Gonzalez. Like Mason Crosby even missed a couple for the Packers he at home. One, which, but he went nuts. He in, did go nuts, which is all so dumb in fantasy football. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I was gonna say like 
me bringing this up, I just kind of had a feeling that Tom was going to be going crazy. For I am the fact a resident that, kicker hater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, even the it's, misses, it's tough like, to argue that at this, this point. This stuff is so stupid. Uh, yeah. Greg Zerline Greg goes Zerline out with an injury. Hurts himself on the opening kickoff of the game. Just so He's going to be out for a couple weeks. You, you it was know, cool they spend, went to their punter, though. You spend so much and time. delivered. You spend so much time <laughs> thinking about these moves, you know, between running backs, wide receiver, like all this stuff. You play in a standard league. Greg the leg was like. 19th best scorer yeah. in the league yeah. or something like that. That's he had 17 up. That's practically stand- made up, yeah. but it's right It's also there. not. He outscored, like Juju Smith-Schuster um, yeah. this week and uh, Mason Crosby did about the same and Mason Crosby botched one of his yeah, responsibilities right. one time. Right, yeah. So it's, and it's, Juju went buck wild. Buck yeah. wild is a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very good way to put yeah. it, actually. I just keep going back to Todd Haley and Hard Knocks. Way to go, you effing kicker! <laughs> and it's, it was Todd Haley who's you know who was affected most probably by kicking was this week, and so that's what he gets yeah. for being mean. He, and he knows Juju, yeah. and he knows Juju. Very good Circle point. Complete. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, let's complete this. Let's complete some <laughs> rosters with some waiver wire heroes right now. And uh, we're going to get right into it. We've got a lot of different options. Number one, of course, being Giovanni Bernard, uh, who now Mixon is out. He's an absolute must-add, according to Scott. 27% owned in Yahoo Leagues. Uh, not sure what the ESPN count is, but I'm sure it's quite similar. And, I, mean, I mean, this is just a crazy upside pickup. 82% of the snaps when when Mixon was out for two games last and year. And they have a rookie. His name's Mark Walton, and he'll probably get some work, but... Um, I don't know. I think that uh, I think it's going to be the Geo show, and it's just going to be a big time volume ad. You're not going to be able to add this volume, you know, a lot. So take advantage now. Right, it will be the Geo show for sure. Right. It was last year when Joe Mixon missed time, and you were happy to play Geo in those games. The rookie is more like Geo than he's like Mixon. Right. So I think Geo becomes Mixon, and the rookie becomes Geo. Right. Okay. I see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's they're like built the same and kind of yeah, the same I, role. Am I still Don? In that scenario? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Who am I? I don't have a good enough answer for you. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Wasn't ready. Had to unlock my phone. <laughs> See, there you go. Uh, we've also got Aaron. Oh, J- oh God. I was going to say, also, unlocking the phone, with the, with the microphone right in front of my face, also, I, like, fail on attempt one, mm. like, you know, 33% of the time, let's call it. That sounds like a personal problem. Back in my day, the phones just flipped right open. <laughs> um, Aaron Jones coming back off his suspension. He's worth noting because he could have been drafted and dropped. And also Jamal Williams. I eh. love the guy going into the year, but he has not been good enough to to keep Jones away from winning the job. Yeah, yeah. for sure. He's going he's gonna to have opportunity. And if Jones comes out and runs like he did when he started last year, he could he could run away with the job. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll keep it going with running backs. Corey Clement, 22% owned in Yahoo. Uh, Ajayi with a back injury. That could linger. That could affect some things. So. Yeah, who knows how many touches he's going to get. Yeah. If Corey Clement's out there, 22% owned in Yahoo, I think that's pretty crazy. Yeah. He's a great ad this week, I think, just because you know if they're really going to use Ajayi, they're going to use him in you know when they really need him. So I think he's going to see a lot more carries than he has in the past. Right. Uh, for running backs, just a couple of guys that we mentioned last week, so... He you know, did come back into the game. And he did. Score. He did. Yes. But it's still right. worth. I mean, Ajayi's, he's just worth keeping an eye on. Ajayi's is, not the man saying. of steel. Right. Right. He's been Although hurt all the, the time. Role is open. Yeah. Uh, a couple. I thought Don would like that a lot more than he did. He didn't even really listen. I kind no. of missed it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> he was moving on. I said Ajayi's not the man of steel. Although the role is now open. It is. You're right. Wow. Yeah. 
Loser of the Week, DC Extended Universe. Um, Please move on. (laughs) uh, Lindsay and Eckler, two guys that we mentioned last week, put up good numbers again this week. They still might be out there. Lindsay at 69% of leagues, Eckler at 44%. Eckler should be owned. Eckler is awesome, and so is Lindsay. They're both great. He's got, like, he's Gio Bernard with more upside if Melvin Gordon gets hurt. Oh, because they have yeah. nobody else. I mean, he's turning into Danny Woodhead. Really, both he is. of them are turning into Danny Woodhead, and it's glorious. Because I actually think <laughs> Lindsay is getting Woodhead esque on me yeah. over here. Yeah, because he's running inside a lot. Yeah, he is, and he's looking good. Yeah, um, <laughs> on me. And I, <laughs> well, as a Royce Freeman truther. <laughs> hey, you know you gotta adjust, right? Yeah, if sure. you're a Royce Freeman truther like me, uh, or once were. You should have tried very hard to get this guy to secure your fourth round, fifth round investment. Secure the bag. All right. We're going to move uh, strictly wide receivers now. Tyler Boyd, great showing on Thursday Night Football. Could be that second guy running with with A.J. Green. I think he's really good in the short part of the field where he could take over for the Reno. If they have problems running the ball, they're going to throw the ball short, I think. And I think that makes Boyd very useful. Yeah, Absolutely. I think in a lot of offenses where there's three wide receivers, you see like the undisputed one, which would be AJ Green, right? A two, which in this case would actually be Tyler Boyd, and then three, you just have a deep ball guy, right? right. You know what I mean? Like that you don't expect much else but the deep ball. It's kind of yeah. like the way the Jags are shaping out. Keelan Cole seems to be the one, Mon- who's also on our list. So Moncrief seems to be the two, and yep. Dade Westbrook seems to just be the big deep ball guy. Yep. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of offenses that are constructed that way. It's not foreign. You Might know. be what the Lions are right now with. Uh, Tate at the one, Galladay at the two, and Jones is the deep I was threat. Gonna, I was wondering how you'd pose that, and that's how I would classify it. I like that trio well. a lot, too. Yeah. I mean, one of the best, we'll get to that in the recap. One of the best trios there is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Tom, you mentioned Keelan Cole and D.D. Westbrook. How about Deshaun Jackson, Chris Godwin? Can we can we ride this heater? With, <laughs> I think with the heater can easily be ridden. It's a heater ridden. worth riding. You got to ride it out because the Steelers defense has been bad. They can yeah. be burned. And Fitzpatrick has the confidence. He's got the rapport with these guys building, building. Going back to the Jags, though, I think Keelan Cole is maybe the number one out oh, receiver this week. First of the all, that catch, catch he made was, was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Not many people on the planet can do that. He did not make man catch Monday, and there's a reason for that. It was not in the end zone. Not in the yeah. end zone. Michael Thomas tug, was baby. a game winner. That's a bigger deal than most. We're about Can't the guard Mike. Yeah. Can't guard him. But I, I think him. Keelan Cole looks incredible. He does. And another thing I wanted to bring up is when Leonard Fournette is out, they really throw the ball a good amount and use yeah. Bortles a lot. So this could be a great time to not only add Keelan Cole, but start him next week if Leonard Fournette's still banged up. Sure. Absolutely. And Grant got a lot more touches than Yeldon. So it was weird because uh, that was going to be the – no, he didn't get a lot more touches than Yeldon, but he got more than we thought. Than right? week one, yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm really trying to get at, Scotty, is that week one – if you asked me who would have been the replacement, I would have said him. Yep. But then they made it so obvious seeming that it would be the TJ Yeldon show. Right. And then here we are again. Mm-hmm. So they're not really better than Leonard Fournette, obviously. If you have Leonard Fournette, that's the that's the one-man show. Yeah. But it's nice to feel like if you have Leonard Fournette and you didn't get TJ Yeldon, you're not missing out on this like James Conner-like replacement. Right? Yeah, of course. Sure. This is 100% true. Of course. Um, sticking with receivers, we've got Antonio Callaway, who looks like he's going to be the Josh Gordon replacement. 6% owned in Yahoo Leagues. That should drop or jump up to probably somewhere over 50 
And he's going to be the deep ball guy for this offense because we know Jarvis is working in the middle of the field. That's where he lives. That's where he makes his money. Um, so I kind of like that. Tyrod, 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 sorry, threw him a beautiful deep ball late, late in that game. It was a hell of a catch too. So I kind of like I kind of like Callaway. He looks good. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ted Ginn in that same game, six targets week one, seven week two. Scott, you uh, noted that in our doc. Um, decent. Ownable. No, I mean, it's good because yeah, Meredith, Meredith hasn't come around. Traquan Smith this hasn't come WR2 around. This is WR2 in the Saints offense. Yeah, yeah, and he used to be just the deep ball guy, but there's really no one competing with him for the role. No, they need yeah. him. They so, need him to do and more And they really this used year. him to move the ball on their on their late drives, too. If you've, and let's and you be know, honest, he's a, he's a vet, so he knows what to do. He can fill in when needed, but he's not – I mean, Michael Thomas – this is not you're not going to find him on the waiver wire but, but what he's doing his show right now also i don't know i don't think what he's doing he's on pace for 224 catches and i just really don't <laughs> think that is too sustainable Why? it would be almost 100 full catches <laughs> over the record so um i think that that's a little tough to do so where are the tigers targets going to dilute to they're going to actually go to ted Ginn cuz Kamara's getting peppered too. too yeah 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 i think the saints like if they're going to be this the sling at saints like they were in the past yeah. they miss mark ingram but It'll be interesting to see what happens when and they get him. Speaking of missing players, Benjamin Watson wide open in the end. Oh, oh. my God. Well, so, what was worse, him or the next guy on our list, Sam Darnold missing Quincy Anunwa? Well, Ugh. it sucked. It hurt worse. Although I did play Benjamin Watson and some of my own, you know, selfish wants and desires crept in. Um, <laughs> as Tariq Cohen almost takes one back to the house on Monday Night Football. Love it. Uh, that we wanted him as the stream of the week, the verifiable, yeah. you know, tight end guy, and the right. opportunity was right there. And uh, and that would have cashed the a, ticket. A shoe in Hall of Famer misses him. So, am I more shocked that Quincy Anunwa was missed by someone in his second game ever? <laughs> the youngest Reed. starting quarterback <laughs> ever. Where he, had a, he had fifteen <laughs> square yards of space, though. Yeah. Oh my God. I yeah, mean, but so did Breeze. Yeah. Watson was wide open. Yeah, too. If Anunwa is not owned somehow, still, like if he just. Went unclaimed. Sixty-one percent. People are asleep at the wheel. He's got to be owned. He's got to be played. Got to be owned. Here's another. Here's another one too. Kenny Galladay. Yes. Anunwa and Galladay both twenty-one targets in the last two weeks, and both have a touchdown, and both have scored. Pick them up, like Galladay sixty-two. Like it's it's even a crime that Galladay is more owned than Anunwa. I was gonna say, but still have Anunwa. Yeah. Um, so just because just, the targets are just so yeah. clearly his there, like mm-hmm. they could easily fall out of Galladay's fortune. I don't think that they will. I think yeah. he's, you know, going to get a peppering this year. But right. you know, it could easily be a Marvin Jones day or a Golden Tate day. There. I'll tell you what, though, John Brown, man, he's doing it for the Ravens right now. He's got two touchdowns already Both in the red zone. Yeah. Uh, that's you know, wild. it's just like we just hate Flacco so much that it's we just do. so hard to get at one of their quarterbacks, but or their receivers. I'm sorry, but I mean, Lamar Jackson. It, you're not going to find two touchdowns on the waiver too often. That Tommy. Thursday night game, Lamar Jackson. Like you can't, you can't look at that Ravens offense and tell me that it shouldn't be Lamar. I know. Any anymore? I know. Um, <laughs> tight, we'll go to. Tight, We're waiting for him, Don. He's coming. <laughs> we'll go to tight ends now. Eric Ebron scored again. 55% owned. <laughs> I know. Another stunner. Uh, 55% owned, though. Here's the thing. You're not getting two touchdowns from tight ends off the waiver, really. No. We're in a weird situation with this one, right? Because it's like, yeah, is he born again? Because maybe, but we've also got like five years of him just turding out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then now it's like two games, and he actually has touchdowns in four of his last five if you date back to the end of the year. Right. Not so bad. he's in a swing of things right now, and uh, – 
I think more of what it is is that it's bad on Jack Doyle. Yeah. So it's like I think it's just Jack Doyle isn't as usual as we thought, and maybe the weighted coin flip is in Ebron's flip in his favor, not his flavor. Yeah, right. Um, but even still, I'm not excited about a coin flip operation at all. Right. Yeah, we don't like those. So yeah. it's been two weeks. They've been two good weeks. But How many weeks is it going to take? I don't know. That's that's what I'm scared about. That's the yeah. panic in my voice. But right. I, we've seen him botch it so much. Every turn, basically. <laughs> More, so much. So much. Yeah. They made an A&E show about that's that. That's why everyone is like what's good shocked. For, what's good for him, though, and is working in his favor, is the Colts don't really have many other choices outside of T.Y. Hilton, who's just balling out this year. Oh, yeah. But um, I think Ebron could continue to see these four to five targets and get red zone targets. Right. So, you know, for a tight end... It's good you enough could, to add and start. You yeah, can do worse. For sure. Do for sure. Worse. Uh, how about Jesse James averaging 24 yards a catch? He, he was nuts. Good thing that he, uh, I mean, I shut him down, which was great. Yeah, that was a good call. Uh, that worked out. the thing out. was is that Vance McDonald was coming back, and it is historically not such a great matchup for tight ends. Right. But the thing is, Vance McDonald was nowhere to be found in the no, receiving no. game. Afterthought. Um, it was Jesse James. So going forward, Jesse James is the tight end in that offense that is going to be useful. If you want to use him. Yeah. Which I think positive matchups, I think that's kind of what we're looking to exploit more yeah, than anything. Yeah, to bail myself out just to you know, toot my own horn. My plum pick was Ben. So like, let's, yeah, let's, that, that worked out so okay. So let's just everyone get off my back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, let's, let's, don't worry, yeah. Tom. You're still good. And Leave this, Tom alone. And the Saints D came back and didn't kill you. Yeah, they didn't. Better they than, terrible. Better than a lot of the trendy options. Better than your Houston Texans. Better than your uh, yeah. Jets even probably too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the Jets, I think the Jets got like nine or ten. They All right. Okay. Uh, Austin Hooper as well. How about the red zone offense from the Atlanta Falcons? Well, you are Atlanta to Falcons. Life, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Kevin Coleman. Yeah. Guy. So, you know, when their offense is rolling, Hooper is valuable. Yeah. And it's just something that I feel like is worth bringing up. I don't know if he's really worth an ad. Maybe if you're desperate or in a deep league. But he's someone to pay attention to. For sure, yeah, and because Muhammad Sanu is is absent this year, he's caught yeah. like three balls the whole year. Well, Calvin Ridley, Ridley scored. is going is doing his best to squeeze him out. Right. Yeah. Um, keep in mind too. Looks like we get another week of Tevin Coleman. Would you guys be starting oh, yeah. uh, Calvin Ridley in any sized league? Is Fourteen. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, he's not getting the target share yet. You know, some of these guys are these second receivers are still getting eight targets. The weird thing so is, is though, five. like down the road last year, I mean, it, I think he's worth almost a speculative ad. Oh yeah. Because, oh for sure. Always. Like um, last year, Muhammad Sanu was one of like the most consistent flex options that you could consider. Yes, especially yep. full PPR. And if Calvin Ridley can fully unseat him, then I don't see why you know you couldn't give him the same. Give treatment. him at least yep. that. And they need Sanu to play backup QB, so they yeah. might just take it easy with him on the <laughs> on the catches. Yeah. All right, we've got some streaming options for you. We'll try to get th- through these quickly. Uh, just in case Carson Wentz is out there, pick him up. He's going to be starting week three. Let's uh, go, could, by the way. He easily could be out there. Yeah. And he plays the Colts, by the way. So this could be QB1 on in his yeah. comeback week. Weird, Not weird decision by them because obviously they don't care about fantasy, but that that news comes out during the waiver period. Yeah. So it was not this crazy rush to add. Yeah, yeah exactly. You Is actually there, had time to put a claim in. Although I got that feeling right. when I saw it oh, come yeah. across <laughs> my phone. I was like, ugh. Uh, but it's um, a waiver thing. So. Foles immediately droppable? 
I mean, yeah, he's not going to play. Right, so. Yeah, okay. Of course, uh, he can't <laughs> hold two quarterbacks. There were definitely some people who gave up on Matt Ryan. He plays New Orleans next week. That is certainly not a bad matchup at all. One of the things I want to bring up about Matt Ryan, I think he's turned into Big Ben. Like, he's <laughs> good at home unless it's a cupcake matchup elsewhere. And he plays at home against the Saints. He's normally pretty good in division as well. Those games so, are usually you know, shootouts. Like track meets. Yeah, yeah the, the Falcons it seems like it, they always score a lot of points against the other NFC South yeah. opponents. Yeah, at so. the game that I would be interested to play, uh, like daily with just that game. Yeah, that would be fun. As much as I can fit. Yeah, for sure. Well, Kamara's got to be in your lineup for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it would be cool to go away from Kamara too, actually. Because <laughs> I don't everyone, think so. everyone would have it. As win. they should. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick versus the world. Yeah, the whole world. He, he does get the Steelers, though, which is a great matchup. They just let up six tutties to Mahomes. They let up a bunch, uh, a couple to Tyrod Taylor in, in week one. So, you know, it's it's not a panic matchup like the we thought the Eagles might have been for him. Right. I'm in um, on it this week. Yeah. Jimmy G versus Kansas City. Kansas City is going to probably light the San Francisco defense on that fire. So Jimmy G is going to be throwing. Marquise Goodwin hurt. Uh, They're really getting bit by the injury bug, yeah. man. The it kit. stinks. But at the same time, the Chiefs' D-backs are bad. So Terrible. As long as one of these guys can step up, whether it's Garzon or Kendrick Bourne or someone can step up, I think Jimmy G can still put together a pretty big week. And if sure. Jesse James' performance is indicative of anything, it's that the tight end position may not be one to avoid in these matchups. Yeah, right. So George Kittle with the litany of injuries around him, becomes a very interesting Basically play. a receiver, I would think. Yeah, yeah, probably the number one option. Yeah. yeah. So uh becomes a very interesting play. Yep. Uh, Blake Bortles against Tennessee. What a game he had against New England. Yeah. Plays a and, soft defense against Tennessee. And like I was saying before about Keelan Cole, when Leonard Fournette is hurt, he throws a lot. Yeah. And when he plays at home, he typically plays pretty well, especially throughout last year and going into this year. He's played very well at home recently. This is a home matchup, I believe, in a good one with Tennessee. So if you're desperate and you need to claim somebody, Blake Bortles is always there for you. Yeah, and sneakily, I mean, everyone knows that he had a great game, but he also put forth another good rushing. Yes, yes. Big first down. He had almost 40 yards rushing, which is, to me, the magic number. That's like Tyrod-level rushing, not even kidding. It's a passing touchdown in typical leagues. passing touchdown. Thank you, Scotty. That's why I love that number. You throw 250 and one touchdown with 40 rushing yards, and now you're in a great QB day. So um, if he can keep doing that, there's it eliminates – risk from a quarterback perspective he like, starts to become you know, a little more and more matchup proof yeah yep. uh, honestly it, you, if you rush for 40 yards you are matchup matchup proof in my book yeah and then you got big ben against tampa bay just Who in case also he's out rushed there one in. yep which but was yeah. awesome versus uh, tampa bay mindful that it will be on the road but i like this one because antonio brown being a uh a drama queen on social media etc right now the squeaky wheel gets the grease Especially uh, big, when it's Antonio Brown. And Big ba- Big Ben's not in the business of upsetting Antonio Brown. He so knows he needs business. Brown without Bell. Say, so hopefully <laughs> this week business is booming. Yeah, Thank you for, for sure. Your, uh, Stealing that. Booming. Couple of defenses to keep your eye on. Bears against Arizona. If they're out there, for sure that Arizona just not looking super great. Uh, Browns get the Jets on a short week. Rookie, Rookie quarter- quarterback. On the Jets was what you said. Yes. Uh, the Dolphins get Oakland. Texans get the Giants. Um, the Giants are also very Miami good. Miami, five picks through the first two weeks. Just felt like that was something to bring up. That's pretty nice. Very good. Yeah, and uh, for that Texans matchup, the Giants lose their center, which is a big piece of your offense, obviously. Yeah. 
And the offensive line for them, despite their best efforts, is doing quite badly. Oh, no way. The uh, front seven of Houston, independent of who's actually active, it seems like a roulette spin for the last two years. Yeah, no um, kidding. Can cause some havoc, wreak havoc, so to speak. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think it's a good matchup. And that's also why you're seeing uh, so many catches for uh, Saquon Barkley. like 14 of them he had. Yeah, but we used to see that with Paul Perkins in that offense, right? Shane Vereen for a couple weeks. It is the hallmark (laughs) of the Giants' offense and the indication that the line is doing horrible. Although that's great for Saquon in one way, it's really bad for him in another. All righty, we'll get to the slate now. Baltimore-Cincinnati, Mixon's going to be out a couple of weeks, it looks like. Uh, We'll definitely miss at least week three. Um, for Baltimore, like I said, I just Flacco looks washed. Yeah, man. it's a middle of the road matchup uh, defensively and just matchup wise. I think I would be comfortable starting most of those usual suspects in this one. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Flacco not included no. for uh, Cincy. I want to just bring up the Tyler Eifert dream is dead. You can lay it to rest. Yeah, I saw T- Uzama yep. catch. I think a couple passes. Tyler Croft catch a couple passes in this game, and I forget mixed in. Does not seem like they're just using him as the number one tight end. So no. if you were holding out hope, just cut him. Yep. Talk about a weighted coin flip. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Uh, Minnesota Green Bay tied, but that's okay for fantasy players because pretty much everybody who you started got theirs. Jimmy Graham, ninety-five receiving yards. That was the most shocking part of the game to me. <laughs> this game was awesome. <laughs> Besides the fact that they tied her with that. I'm serious though. Like the, <laughs> there was. When's the last time he did that? There was enjoyment. He had to have been a saint. There was enjoyment to be had, but, I mean, that was kind of crazy. I didn't expect that to happen for him. I actually almost wanted to use him as my shut it down because I knew that Rodgers was going to go out of the shotgun. I thought he was going to just pepper Randall Cobb really quick so that he wouldn't get, you know, touched. Right. But there you go. You see Jimmy Graham being used in that same exact strategy. Yeah. He's healthy. Yeah. And he's finished as a top five tight end like every year of his career, including the ones that we've been scared of him in. So yeah, I how long can I be scared for? I don't know. And how the, long can he really go without scoring a tud too? One he the, had one called back. Oh, is that that's what I said? One of the things I'm going to be paying attention to, um, speaking of the Vikings, is if Kirk Cousins breaks that oh, 30 yeah, touchdown that mark. Back. Like uh, we were talking about before the year that Kirk Cousins had never had 30 touchdowns in a season. Um, I mean, it looks like. This offense is just too good. It looks like Diggs. Stephon Diggs and Thielen are just too good, and and it could be the best year of Cousins' career. Yeah, it really could. I mean, it's it's off to that that kind of a start. Diggs is unreal. He's awesome. He's so good, and <laughs> so is Thielen. Eyes are divisional though. That's going to be weird. At the it is going to be weird. Yeah, especially when it's the two. I mean, like the Steelers and like Browns are not going to be the two teams it comes down to in the North in the AFC. But Green Probably Bay, Minnesota. Not, no. I mean, like that's going to be what it comes down to. Most likely. And they yeah. tied that uh, game. I um, hope they tie again. The next game they play is, is the most important game of their season. Probably. I mean, the Browns could have won this week. Great. Yeah, they blew it so bad, but like easily. Yeah. Did they? No, but that's okay. a good team. Yeah. Yeah. So they, could, their defense is good too. It we could, could just come down to the Browns. We could just move Steelers. to that game, I guess, right? Like the Browns, uh, Browns Steelers game because that was a good one too. Browns Saints, yeah. I mean, I, I Michael think, Thomas is on. I think the Browns defense is starting to get in the uh, in the pick upable conversation. They've been remember playing when I brought really, them up really last well. year at the end of the year? Yeah, yeah. They've been they playing were playable real, last year. Yeah, they've been playing real well this year too. Um, so. I think this game was really ugly because they were just so good, and eventually Breeze kind of wore them down. Um, but 
It but wasn't that too... team is supposed to whoop them. Right. Yeah. Like they've played two playoff teams down to the wire. Yeah. And back to back games. So it's definitely really they could encouraging have won for the either game. Yes. They could be two and oh versus two Hall of Fame shoe in quarterbacks. And it yeah. makes me think that, you know, everyone's calling for Tarod's head after the first couple weeks. Um, you know, he's got them in the spots to win the game. He's brought them he has into done, the spots to win the games. He has done and can do no wrong in my eyes. That's right. Of course. <laughs> we all know that. Um, for the Saints, I mean, you know, we talked about Ted Ginn. I think that that's kind of, we kind of, I mean, yeah, we got him. Breeze, Kamara, Michael Thomas are going to be a problem. And Ingram's, the next two uh, weeks. he's soon to come back. Ingram's sitting around thinking, too, like, hey, uh, you guys missing me? Or well, because the Gillespie experiment has not gone well. No. And they don't have anything in the short yardage. You know, he is a boulder, and yeah. they don't, you know, they're missing that right now. So yeah. don't, don't get too nervous about him if you, if, you know, you're holding a on to him Ingram. and you're scared of their offense. He's going to be good. Should be a good thing. Yeah. Although Peyton hates him, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll move to Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. We talked about Fitzpatrick, Godwin, and Sean Jackson. Mike Evans, he's back to stud. He's yep. back to the, like, the stud receiver that he was. Yeah, and I was saying to you guys. Well, like, it helps to have an amazing quarterback. You and your quarterback's going absolutely <laughs> A world wild. beater. I'm upset I, I had my epiphany on Mike Evans too late in the uh, offseason to be able to, you know, dive into it on the pod but i actually um, had a late digs epiphany too. yeah yeah but uh hopefully you know everyone who has him is enjoying my yeah. Evans for sure he's awesome another receiver who was awesome in this game and i think is a guy that you should be trading for right now right this week before carson wentz takes his first snap is nelson Aguilar. oh yeah for sure he has dominated on the targets that he has gotten and one of the things that I was so interested to see is that, of course, he got the absolute peppering against Tampa Bay, but there were other receivers getting targeted, basically no names, which basically meant to me that those targets could still go to Alshon Jeffrey when he comes back, and Nelson Aguilar can still hold on to a huge target share. I think everyone who has him is probably undervaluing him right now, Yes, and he's a great guy to go and target. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He can easily end up as a wide receiver one. By and the I don't know yes. how we missed this, but uh, what a revenge game for Deshaun Jackson. Oh, oh my yeah. God. First <laughs> play Those of the game. other revenge games you live for. <laughs> that's, <yeah>. the, <laughs> that's what we look for. That's, that's the treatment. Yep. All right, moving on now. Indianapolis, Washington. Indy comes in and comes into Washington and takes care of business. That's a great win. It was, it was great, shocking, right? It was a great football win. Yeah. Yes, it was. They dominated. dominated the whole game. They played good defense. Alex good Smith, offense. 35 passing yards at halftime. T.Y. Hilton, double-digit targets, and a touchdown each of the first two weeks. I think this is a locked-in, no-doubt, match-up-proof WR1 this year. Andrew Luck, you know, could have done better. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. you're still happy with Andrew Luck right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he's squarely on the route to QB6. Uh and he hasn't had his <laughs> blow up game yet, but we know it's coming. It's coming. But Chris he gets Thompson, two games against the Titans. <laughs> Chris Thompson is the is the crazy piece here. He is the leading receiver on that team, and he's gonna. I, who's gonna stop him from being that? that no one himself. Should. Um, yeah, yeah. Only injury can stop him. And speaking of injury stopping somebody, this is a couple parter here. Rob Kelly is going to miss some time right. with a foot injury, maybe Shocker. toe, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Adrian Peterson has the youth left in him to sustain the workload that he might be given. Piran time? And I think it's Piran time. I think it's a stash Piran because you know that he is the incumbent. Yeah, he is the incumbent. Yeah. He will be the incumbent back if Adrian Peterson you know, gets a little... If the wear and tear and starts and to... Because now, now it's not... 
oh, is it going to be P. Ryan or is it going to be Kelly? It's going to be P. Ryan. Yep. And, and by the way, I just wanted to update. You said this week if Crowder did nothing, <laughs> it's time to say goodbye. So uh, you better have him cut on any team you have him tell. As we go on. <laughs> but really. <laughs> but really. We he's, had, he's got four targets, I think, in each game, and he's caught two balls in each of them. It's if you can't do it versus them, then cut. who are you going to do it against? I know. Yep. Where are you going to start this guy? Yep. He's not useful to you. Maybe he'll have a like a two-touchdown game in yeah. three weeks, and you'll be like, oh, Tom. But like, <laughs> you, he would have been on your bench anyway. Yeah, so. no doubt. All righty. Uh, Carolina-Atlanta, great game. Christian McCaffrey, 14 catches. Deion Jones, Keanu Neal. Great out. call, Don, on Amazing Deion call. Jones, Keanu Neal injuries, yeah. leading to a absolute McCaffrey feasting, as you guys know. I love to see. He dominates that this game. They say, no, Greg Olson, all right, we'll just give up on the tight end in general and just dump it down to him every single chance we get, and it was a beautiful sight. Cam looked good, too. Cam looked great. Happy Cam. Cam had a great game. I, I, we thought he died. That it's hit weird. from that safety game, was you know, so bad. Yeah, it that wasn't, was awful. Was, that guy's not going to get suspended. I actually don't think it was that bad. It, it was, was it, the end result was horrible. It was egregious. Yeah, it yeah. should never have happened. But I think Cam did church it up a little. Oh, uh, you think he milked it a little? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know how he. he uh, it looked way worse in like real time. So then it was bad. It was no. <laughs> just saying. It, like if you looked at it, Cam's, a, he's fine. He Clearly. was fine. I don't know how he passed that he concussion back test. Strong. He went to the tent for one second and came back. I know. He I don't know how it happened. He didn't miss a play. Yeah. Because it was a flag. So he yeah, they had to sort out the mess because Torrey Smith coming to coming to shove that guy was awesome, Wiley too. Vet, yeah, that. that's his first. Did anyone keep Matt Ryan after week one? It would have been really difficult. Drops so. four total touchdowns this week. Yep. Just two rushing. Brutal. I mean, if they did, I think people maybe like put him on the bench. Yeah, right? No one played him. But... Yeah. Not that uh, not that you need me to tell you, but of course, two weeks in, still no touchdowns. Also, so Cam Newton survives yeah. a car accident and yeah. smiles, so this was fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. Houston, Tennessee, Deshaun Man Watson. Of steel. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. There's that's a good, the, there's, we were just waiting. We we're just never getting get that sequel now. Further down the line. I, I cast Cam in that. He was great in the yogurt commercials. <laughs> he was. Uh, Houston, Tennessee. Tennessee wins with Blaine Gabbert. Um they won with Kevin uh, Byard at quarterback. Kevin Byard, yeah. <laughs> that was yep. a great play. Yeah. I, this I, is Titans football, guys. This is it right that here. Me off you so hit a fake up. punt. You muck up the game. You play like crap. You get the other team to play a little bit worse, and you eke out a W. Classic Titans victory. Really yep. hurt the uh, Houston defense pick. It did. Yeah. It because really did. I, so weird. I mean, it's kind of a flaw in fantasy football, in my opinion, too. Like, that play, a fake punt, should count for defense slash special teams. A touchdown for yes. like the Titans defense. Yes. Agreed. And then th- I agree with that. Therefore, it should not a- affect um, the Houston defense because the Houston defense wasn't on the field. Yeah, right. But you get the defense and special teams. Yeah. So the special teams was on the oh, field. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's valid, too. <laughs> what else you got, Tom? But, I, but that's, that's points scored on the defense. Score on the special teams. If you but if they take a kick the special back, teams counts, units too. back there. I'd like to see how it's written up. <laughs> sure, I'll draw you. I'll draw you up something. Uh, right? Deshaun Watson. We'll hash it out. At the end of this game, Deshaun Watson did seem to find his groove. He hit DeAndre Hopkins for a touchdown. He hit uh, Will Fuller for a touchdown. He looked so, ugly, and then he got a quick twenty yeah. spot for you. So. I. It'll be interesting to see how he responds next week. I think Will Fuller is a game script monster. 
Yeah. And uh, if this team gets behind, I think he's going to have huge weeks like this. So that is something to pay attention to if you have him on your bench. You know, you see him playing against tougher matchups where they might be getting blown out. He actually might be a good play in those games. Oh, for sure. For sure. All right, moving on now to the uh, Chargers. Your number one survivor pool pick. They go out and hammer the Bills. Josh Allen, who is tall, Phillip does Rivers, get his Melvin first touchdown. Gordon, Todd Bud stack. Shut up. <laughs> Shaquem Griffin pick. No oh, way. Hell yeah. That's incredible. No, that's his brother. A great that's Shaquille catch. Griffin, dude. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. Come on, Tom. All I saw was Griffin. <laughs> <sighs> that's tough when they're on the same team. Yeah, yeah. I was so happy. <laughs> well, that would have been awesome. A lot to be happy about. Anyway, his brother gets picked um, all the time now. Whatever. A lot to be happy about if you're rooting for the Chargers. It was a lo- it was a soft game for Keenan Allen, but with the way that that game went, it was just too ugly, too yeah, fast. Yeah, too ugly, too fast. They were up 21 nothing in the first quarter, and it was over. Yeah, you know. Um, for the Bills, Shady's got a rib issue. I, I'd be shocked if he played. I think they, they get a team that's like going to kill him again. So it's like every team's going to yeah. kill them. Well, Shady, like Shady might retire at halftime if they force him to go out there with those. <laughs> well, they, they lost Vontae Davis at halftime. Yeah. There's conflicting reports on that. Um, I don't think it's a rush to go grab Ivory either. You see, no. we're not really even mentioning him. They get yeah. the uh, Vikings next week. That's so what it was. Yeah. It's like, go ahead. Would you pick really him up. play him? Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, the Jets crashing down to earth in their home opener. Just jet but all out. of a sudden, the Dolphins are 2-0, so I don't really know. Kenyon Drake scores. He Frank Gore is going to be a thing, it looks like, all season, but Kenyon Drake is clearly leading that backfield. Yeah. So you know, if you drafted him as an RB2, RB3 flex guy, you're in good shape with Kenyon Drake. You're just those backfields are actually kind of similar. Yeah. Bilal Powell scored. Yep. And it kind on of a great like play. Isaiah Crowell. You know, Isaiah yeah. Crowell is kind of like the. Frank it's going to go back and forth like that all year. Yeah. I think. I think Powell is the preferred pass catching back yep. though. So yeah. if you're in the full As PPR for sure. Um. Obviously, Anunua was awesome, and uh, Pryor out targeted Robbie Anderson. So our boy Robbie, which is, he's now done back to back weeks. Really, by the way, it's really like he's really getting thrown in the doghouse, which sucks. Obviously, but um, we love him. And one of the things with Miami, too, is that they're, they did not boost the target share of Kenny Stills like they said they were going to. Yeah. So I think this team, you know, they're a pretty low-volume pass offense. I think Kenny Stills is still the guy to own, but it's going to be more of like a, you're going to have yeah. to pick your spots with him than you can just trust him weekly. Um, Devontae Parker came out today and said that he thought he was healthy enough to play and the team shut him down anyway. Yeah, Could get awkward with them. With those two. I mean, it, it should have already. The yeah. guy's just, you know, empty promises. Yeah. Amendola did not suffer a concussion, but sure looked like he did. Yeah. I did. thought it, I, it looked like it was his shoulder. So that's, but it's also good that it's not a concussion He's as well. Banged up. But, uh, but yeah, shocker. KC uh, Pittsburgh, what a game. 21 nothing Chiefs. 21 21. Load them up versus the Chiefs. Though. And the Steelers. I think, yeah. I think it's more so the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Both teams have the Ruts monster, though. Just keep scoring. Yeah, keep scoring. (laughs) That's all I do is just keep scoring and scoring. Forever. What was great, too, James Conner throwing down basically an RB1 week on eight carries. Um, I think that that, if you have him, this was a week where – this is like a, it seemed like this was rock bottom. It looked dicey. He didn't even get ten carries, and he still throws down a double digit performance for you across any format. Nice job. We love James Conner. Yeah, and he could use a little. uh, R and R after that touch total. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> okay. for sure. If there was a week to go pass heavy yeah. for the Steelers, it was the week uh, after you gave your running back. Yeah, forty. Let's throw touches. sixty plus passes with Ben Roethlisberger when he was complaining about an elbow injury all week. <laughs> yeah, maybe next week is a, is a forty carry Connor game. Yeah, it might be. It might have to be. Uh, 
the Rams shutting out the Cardinals. It's looking bleak for Sam Bradford right now. Larry Fitzgerald left with a hamstring injury. I think he could have came back. They just didn't want him to because it like there the was nothing was left to decide. At that point. Yeah, Larry's and, too much of a professional to not give it a hundred. So they were like, Larry, you got to sit it out. And he certainly wasn't going to retire at halftime. Oh, darn. Uh, the Rams Can I do push-ups on the sideline, coach. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams are awesome, and they have no one's looked better. Oh man, than the Rams. How good did Brandon Cooks look in this game? I thought he was going to struggle Cup. having to deal with Patrick Peterson, but he was just burning through that secondary. Cooper Cup does what he always does for them, continues to move the change. Todd Gurley, obviously, just a beast. Don't even really need to bring it up, They're, but we will. Everyone's awesome. role in that offense is so solidified that like we and they're so good at it. Don't yeah. have to talk about them anymore. Yeah, just no. the Rams. I'm not saying that. Rams shouldn't. did the Rams just, stuff. Yeah. There's, like there's no new update. No. Yeah. It's like so hard to come up with something new. Like, yeah, when they do something bad, we'll let you know. <laughs> it's crazy because it's like they're they're as good as everybody thought they were gonna be so far. Yeah. And they didn't play in the preseason. I, I, that's still awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh by the way, I just wanted to go back to Pittsburgh, Kansas City. I mentioned the Ryan Fitzpatrick stat, most fantasy points for a quarterback the first two weeks. Patrick Mahomes this year is number two. That's they both nuts. passed. Peyton Manning start in 2013. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have even glossed over Mahomes' performance. He's unbelievable. Six touchdowns. That's pretty wild. Ten total with no picks so far. Unbelievable. Even yeah. even yeah. Fitzmagic <laughs> threw a pick. Sammy Watkins uh, turned in a good performance. Yes, as well. he so did. It'll, yeah. be, it'll be worth noting. Tyree Kill salvaging his perform his uh, his bagel in the first half as well. well I think what you can Pat do knew. is he, Pat was getting to him. He just had his other guys to pass it he around. He needed to, to get first. Kelsey involved. He needed after to get last Kelsey week. super involved. Sammy, he was like, "Listen, Tyreek, you chill in the first half. I'll get you in a second. Yeah, and ben, he did. Ben did that with Antonio Brown too, except he forgot to get him get in him the, the zone. The Ted. The Ted. San Francisco beats Detroit. 30 to 27. Nice Detroit to see makes the a nice little comeback come game now. Yeah. Golden Tate playing really well. Yes, he is. Just like good. Just like all great football. Good. Yeah. Like he's just a good football player. And it's yeah. one of the convenient ones that does translate to fantasy. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So, so far he's got two knock them out games. Yeah. That Speaking I, of a, a good football player, didn't really translate to uh fantasy success. How about the blocking of Pierre Garcon on Matt Brita's touchdown? I would argue that it did lead to fantasy production for Brita. <laughs> well, for least. Brita, well, yeah, but, but for, I mean, Garcon, that doesn't show up on the stat no. sheet and it should have. Oh. He blocked that guy for he's 20 yards. Reason, he's the reason Brita Brita's scored. just like hiding behind him yeah. for like 30 yards of the run. He's like grabbing his belt. And awesome. I think, I think this was the Brita coming out party. I it think, should be. I think it's now the realization that he is head and shoulders above yeah. and more capable of hitting big plays and being a, a big playmaker for this be offense. Starting him over Lashawn McCoy next week. There I like you that. go. I, you know, so especially in positive matchups, I think Brita is like you yeah. got to start him as your RB two. Oakland, Denver. This was my survivor pick, and I was. It was looking. They made you sweat Super it duper bleak until the last two seconds Don't of the game. Don't get cute with it, Don. Just pick whoever's playing the Bills. Yeah, it's right? got to be that That's now. What I'm gonna do. I mean, the Vikings next week. They're rolling right now. You might as well take them. Um, it's it's better to stay alive than to get cute in in that because Keenan we gotta, bailed us out with a rushing touchdown. By the way, for the oh uh, yeah, the yeah stream. But I mean, that's not outside of his skill set. So no, no. he did it last year. Exactly. So. For sure. Manny Sanders is going to have a monster season, by the way. And he already is. And it was nice to see, like, again, though, DT got, he didn't turn it into much, but he still sees 11 targets. Yeah. Sanders still has a big game. So, like, these two are going to be sustained. Jake and they're going to be good all yeah. year. Jake Butt got Four involved. Four catches. There you go. And Jake I Butt think has more saw... receptions than a lot of tight ends do in the NFL right now. Yeah, he's, no, he's got six through two games, which sounds laughable, but is really not for a tight end. No, he's doing fine. He really is doing fine. I think we saw how Amari Cooper was intended to be used when John Gruden came in 
to this team and claim that he was going to be the focal point and all that stuff because he looked awesome game. in a matchup that was supposed to be a tough one. Very tough. And he he did fine. He turned into Jared Cook, basically. Yeah. And Jared Cook still got – he was serviceable. Four for, four for 50 he yeah, had, there which you go. is still so, a fine tight yeah. end game. Uh, Jacksonville, New England. Brady looked good in the second half, but he didn't look as good as Blake Bortles. Blake, I will cut both of my legs off and give them to you for 15 fantasy points. <laughs> he doubled Bortles. it this he week. He doubled yeah. it, yeah. 30 burger. He went off. For the boys. What a game from Keelan Cole. Keelan he Cole throws be, down a monster. He, might, he throws a four-yard out to Dede Westbrook, and he does all the work for him yeah, for a nice 80-yard awesome. touchdown. That was awesome. But they all count the same on the stat sheet for yeah. Bortles. It was great. And uh, TJ Yeldon, another solid performance. I think another another great sign as I was, you know, me and me and Don were watching the red zone together. And uh, I told him to make sure he let me know when Sony Michelle was going to be on the field. I really wanted to see his carries. I thought he looked pretty good. He did. Actually. He did. He got 10 carries, only like 40 yards, but had some nice burst. This week he gets the Lions. So I, I don't know. I think this might this might be the actual coming out part of the Jags is a tough matchup. So I think he'll get more work this week yeah, this, and turn it into something. This nice. should be good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Sunday night game was horrible. Um, Giants looked terrible. Engram got peppered at the end. Uh, Saquon Barkley got peppered throughout the entire game. Dak looked much more comfortable than he did against Carolina. Eli Go actually, figure. They played the Giants and looked better. Eli put together a streamable performance. For like sure. You could have yeah. used him uh, with success. So be on the lookout for some there were Eli a Manning lot. plum picks. Like we said, how good the quarterback we matchups were this week. There were so many quarterbacks who had like fifteen and above. Yeah, yeah. There were so many. With it was a great passing week. Yeah, it was a it was a week of for the ages. Yeah, yeah. and the, and this time last year there was a big scoring drought going on with these offenses, so uh, it worked out. Can you name anyone who went under fifteen like instantly, like right off the top of your head? Sam Bradford. Well, that's nice one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one should hold for. Most Darnold weeks. probably did. Uh, but he yeah. was close. He could have. He could have easily not, though, yeah, if he yeah. hit Inunua on that one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So that's going to do it for us. We will be back on Thursday. This one was a breeze. With, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. We're in midseason form already, Tom. <laughs> As it should be. And you guys got one take Donnie tonight. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, we don't uh, get used to it, but we enjoy no, it when it comes. No, I, I love it more than anything. Um, we will be back on Thursday with the week three preview. Uh, some some really good matchups and the Vikings play the Bills, which is going to be awesome for Kirk. A uh, little preview there. Survivor uh, in layup. The, in the meantime. Kirk also available weirdly in some yeah, leagues. So yeah, for sure. That should end. Yeah. Yep. And it probably will. So uh, at any rate, um, we're going to be on Twitter at RutzFF answering your start sit questions, your waiver wire priority questions, all that stuff. We're at RutzFF. Scott is at WagsFF. Tom is at HillierFF. I'm at Why So Serious. You can check out who won our Man Catch Monday, although I think I spoiled it already, uh, on Instagram, straight flexing at RutzFF. Also, uh, Instagram Sunday mornings. We're doing yes. the, uh, the ask a question feature. And it's been going. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's good times. Yeah. We love it. We love talking about this yeah, stuff. Yeah, someone like, asked if Josh Gordon had value. I said, yep. Of course. And now he's a Patriot. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's one Nailed person it. that asks every time, OBJ yeah. gay? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of messed up. <laughs> I'm just going to reply with that same picture. Every yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we will, uh, yeah, we will see everybody on <laughs> Thursday. In the meantime, my column, Take Five Takes, drops Wednesday morning. Uh, check that out. Let me know what you think at Why So Serious. We will see you on Thursday. Week three preview. Keep scoring. Yeah,